0: So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. All right, let's dive right into it. So we're going to dive into two cult-like brands and we're going to talk about you know, my opinions of why they have a cult-like brand. And then we're going to talk about just some lessons that you can take away and learn from these two brands. So the brands we're going to talk about are the pet online retailer Chewy and Apple. All right, my friends, grab a coffee, grab a wine. Let's dive into it. Okay, so we're going to kick things off with Chewy, of course, because I am a pet person. And of course, I'm going to kick things off with the pet brand. So I was looking into the different brands I wanted to focus this episode on. And the reason I chose Chewy is because I've personally had such an awesome experience from purchasing from them and They were just a no-brainer for me when I was kind of thinking of like what brands I wanted to focus on. So Chewy. So Chewy is an online e-commerce retailer. You can buy pet food, dog treats, toys. They are kind of like the Amazon version of like a pet store. So everything pet related, you can get um, medicines, like everything you can imagine you can get from Chewy. They are such an incredible brand. Um, a little bit of the backstory of Chewy. So Chewy was founded in 2011 by someone named Ryan Cohen. So this person basically was starting a jewelry business. So he there was a co-founder, um, Ryan Cohen and Michael Day, and they were thinking about starting a business. And they they actually started off with jewelry, and they invested a few hundred thousand dollars in inventory. Again, a few hundred thousand dollars, not a few hundred. And then essentially like before they ended up launching the jewelry business, they pivoted because they realized that they were way more passionate about their own dogs than they were about jewelry. And they launched the business. And just to give you a couple stats here, again, this guy started it in 2011 at the age of 25. And in 2017, Chewy sold their business to PetSmart for 3.3 billion fucking dollars. 3.3 billion dollars. So he started the business in 2011. 2017, Chewy sells to PetSmart for 3.3 billion dollars. And then the company went public in 2019. So the reason that's interesting is because, like, wow, that's that's a lot. But, you know, you don't grow a company this big. You don't get acquired by PetSmart if you're not a company that people are obsessing over. So we're gonna kind of go into a couple of numbers and stats because I actually had no idea how many customers they had. So I had to kind of do a little bit of digging. But I'm not surprised because, like I said, my own experience of purchasing from Chewy has been um, literally stellar, like 100% stellar. So a few interesting stats about Chewy. So number one, they have 20 million plus active customers. 20 million plus active customers. And just to hear their growth that they've had in 2017, they had 6.8 million active customers. And now 2021, 2022, I'm pulling stats from last year. They had over 20 million. That is massive, massive growth. But imagine having a business that has a million customers. This brand has 20 million customers. In Q3 of 2022, they hit 2.5 billion in net sales. 2.5 billion of net sales in Q3 of 2022. And an interesting stat here is their auto ship orders accounted for 1.8 billion of that money. So out of 2.5 billion, 1.8 accounted from auto ship orders, which is really, really interesting. And so that's seventy three percent of their revenue came from AutoShip, and if you don't know what AutoShip is, it's essentially a subscription. So you like, for example, the reason I had such a great experience with Chewy, in, in particular, was my dog was on a certain type of medication for an allergy, and I would always forget to order it, just like most people. Like we're forgetful, we're busy, we're multitasking, we have a lot of things going on, and. I would always forget to order it. So I just ended up putting it on auto ship and it would get delivered. I think it was every month or every two months. And it was great because I didn't have to think about it. It would just show up at my door. It would bill me. It would alert me ahead of time like, hey, you're going to get charged tomorrow or whatever it was. Um, Auto shipment, subscriptions. I'm not saying subscription box. I'm saying if you sell replenishable products, you should be offering a subscription or an auto ship. And I love this stat from Chewy. When I read this, I was really excited to share this here. Um, You know, 73% of their revenue is coming from auto ship orders, which is subscriptions. So if you sell, you know, candles or skincare, skincare is a really, really easy one that you could put on an auto ship. So I think that's the first lesson I want you to pull because we haven't even really gotten into the cult-like stuff yet, but I want this to feel like you can just pull a couple really awesome lessons from here. So anyway, that's a little bit about Chewy. Um, Another really cool thing that I pulled from just researching a little bit about the brand is there's an article. Let me see so I can reference the actual article. There's an article on Prehook. So it's called Prehook. It's a really cool article. I'll link it below, but I'm kind of pulling some points from here. So the strategy behind Chewy's success is super simple. According to the co-founder, Ryan Cohen, customer obsession. And of course, I love that because that's literally the title of my business book, Customer Obsession. So of course, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> super exciting. But yeah, that's that was the strategy behind their success, customer obsession. And then the next point is really, really cool. Bring the personal rapport that you'd have with your neighborhood pet supplier to online world, to to an online world and scale rapidly. So I love that so much because I obviously am literally writing a business book called Customer Obsession, which is all about how to create like diehard loyal loyal fans for your business and. That's how I treated my own business when I had my product-based business. My customers were number one. I did so many things to take care of them because I knew if you want to stand out, you want to get people to come back to you, you want to get people to shout your names from the rooftops and share about you on social media, you have to treat your customers really, really well. So I love that part of their initial strategy was literally like bring the personal rapport that you'd have with a neighborhood pet supplier. So I love that and I really, really enjoyed reading that because it's it's just so, so, so important. And a few of the things that Chewy really focused on, especially in the early days in the beginning and continue to focus on that, was creating an incredible customer experience and really, really, really treating your the customers well. So one of their big things is People love their pets. People consider their dogs. I mean, I know so many people who consider their dogs like their kids. And if you're selling a product that is for someone's kid or someone's dog who they consider a part of their family, like their dog, they are obsessed with their dog, then you need to do things that are going to, like, make them feel appreciated and all that kind of stuff but they know their customers. And this, like my business was a pet brand as well. And pet people, they are obsessed with their dog. They want to share photos of the dog. They want to, they all have dog Instagram accounts. And if you have a pet business, you know, this is for my pet people here. You need to be really thinking of the like buyer psychology and the buyer mindset of, how can I get my customers to feel part of my brand? How do I get my customers to feel connected to my brand? And how do I create an amazing customer experience? So when they open up the package, they are so wowed and you know, providing great customer service and great, great customer support. So if there is an issue, you're taking care of them. Like that is how you build brand loyalty and one of the key parts of chewy was creating an awesome customer experience. So, you know, really driving in loyalty, getting cu- getting their customers to refer friends and just making sure that their customers have had an incredible experience and in turn, they're building a relationship with the chewy brand. So, that's one thing. And so one of the things that they that they offer are they have incredible customer service. And I've I've been a part of this Um, one by the end of my dog having that medication that I was talking about earlier, we decided to try a different food for her instead of keep giving her this medicine, which I didn't really want to because it could have bad side effects. And so I got the order in the mail and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot to cancel that subscription. So I went on the website, super easy to figure out how to get in touch with customer service, went on the chat, messaged them and let them know like, I actually don't need this anymore. Is it possible to send it back to you? I haven't opened it. I literally haven't even opened the box up. And they basically were like, yeah, no worries. We're going to refund this for you. And you can keep the the pills. And if you know, if we want you to drop them somewhere, we'll let you know. But or I don't I don't think they said we'll let you we want you to drop them somewhere, but they said something like if we need you to send them back, we'll let you know. But but unless you don't hear from us and just you can just toss them or, you know, donate them to someone else or something. So they made it super easy for me to basically refund my order because I didn't need those pills anymore. And they didn't make me jump through hoops to do anything. And then number two, they made it easy for me to get in touch with a customer service person. This is a really important thing. I know a lot of you are solopreneurs. You are running your business by yourself and you don't have fancy customer service apps and things like that. So you're like, well, whatever, Carrie, like I'm a one person show. So if someone has an issue, they're going to have to send me an email and I might not respond to them for three to four days. And you know, unfortunately, for a lot of customers, that's not good enough. They don't care that you're a solopreneur, you know. And and you know, the thing is, is like you can't play that card because that's why people shop from Amazon, you know. And I I I mean this in the nicest way. It's tough love, but you have to think in the mindset of, am I making it easy for my customer to buy from me? And then on the flip side. When when the customer has a problem, am I making it easy for them to get their problem resolved? And if you're not, you need to figure out ways to make it easy for them. That could be hiring someone in your neighborhood or hiring a virtual assistant for one hour per week that logs into your email for you in the morning, and they run through emails and figure out the customer service issues, and they sort them for you f- first thing. That would be figuring out a solution before you just assume like oh I can't afford an app so I'll just ignore the customer emails for four days you know so I, I everything I'm saying is to help you but you have to think in the mindset of the customer. And it doesn't mean you have to like give a free refund. It doesn't mean you have to do what Chewy did for me, but you have to have solutions to customer service problems. It's not okay to not have anything and just say, oh, well, I'm a one person show, like whatever. Um, and it's making me think of an, an example of someone that I purchased from recently, but I'm I'm going to try to stay on track today and not venture off with telling stories. But I might come back to that story because Um, it's kind of a good example of a customer service, like kind of gone wrong. (laughs) So, and I, and I would like, won't purchase from them again. So, okay. So customer experience and customer service. So customer experience is really like an encompassing thing. It's all the pieces that customers will have with your brand And it creates an overall customer experience. So from ordering from you, from getting the package in the mail, to emailing you with customer support, to posting a product of that brand on social media and that brand responds to you and like, oh, my God, thanks for posting or they comment on your post. It all contributes to the experience a customer has. Customer experience is really fucking important. And one of the cool things that Chewy does is they do a lot of... of, cards so for example i know multiple people that when they're when chewy you know when their dogs customer i can't talk today um i'm also recording this at 10 20 p.m which is so late for me i've literally been up since five o'clock in the morning so this is really fucking late Um, but consistency is important. I'm going to get the podcast out because it's due tomorrow. So, (laughs) um, okay. So for Chewy's customers, when their dog passes away and the customer often will probably let Chewy know, hey, I don't need that dog food anymore because my dog passed away or like, hey, I don't need that medicine because my dog passed away. I have heard from so many people that they literally send you a handwritten note and flowers. I mean, a handwritten note and flowers when your dog passes away. I've never heard of such an incredible thing. And I just I can't like I can't it makes me I I don't even know I have no I'm like speechless. Because You don't get these gestures from companies. You don't. I've never heard of a company doing that. And it's literally because they want to build relationships with customers. They know and they are very aware that when you – When they send that person flowers, that person is going to be posting that on social media, telling every friend and family member. And guess what? When they get their next dog, you bet your ass they're going to go right to Chewy and order from them again. So I'm not saying that they're being manipulative. I'm just saying they understand their customer and they understand by treating their customers well and going above and beyond, they will retain that customer for life. And they will get that customer to turn into a brand evangelist for them, spreading the word and talking about them everywhere. So I love that example so much. And all these things, what they do is they drive customer loyalty, which could really last a lifetime. So it's pretty, pretty incredible. Um, Oftentimes, they also send a handwritten note with people's first orders. So I can't remember my first order from Chewy. And I don't remember if they sent me a handwritten note. But a lot of my research says that they do send handwritten notes. And you know, I'm gonna believe it. Because of the next thing I'm gonna share. So for my dog's birthday, so I have two dogs. One birth one's birthday is in February and one is in March. And this past year, and I think because I've been in this really strong mindset of like customer loyalty and my book Customer Obsession and my program that I'm that's in the middle of launching right now the cultish product i'm in this mindset of being hyper aware of all the things that brands are doing that that make them stand out and honestly make them you know have that die hard customers and i think i never noticed prior but i noticed this year that chewy sent two two cards to my house And one was a happy birthday card to Kennedy and one was a happy birthday card to Asha. And I just thought like it's the small touches that make a customer remember, you know, and I will never forget that they did that. I think it's like the coolest thing. It probably cost them less than a penny to do so, but they have hooked in the customer by doing that because they're going to be like, oh, my God, that is so cool. That's so sweet. Um, They truly are trying to build relationships with customers to drive customer loyalty. Um, Okay, and then another interesting quote before I kind of move on to the next thing is the co-founder, Ryan Cohen, said, e-commerce can feel like a series of faceless transactions. We wanted to recreate that feeling. I used to enjoy at the pet store, shopping with a pet parent I trusted, and we did that at scale, which is hard, but we stayed focused. And I love that so much because it's true. Like they truly, they didn't just launch this business and say, okay, we want to be the cheapest pet store and, you know, we're going to pinch pennies and do that. I think their prices are super, super fair, but they really started their business with a customer centric attitude and clearly it has worked for them. And then I want to share one more thing about Chewy because I think this speaks volumes to their brand. So they have, if you look at their Google reviews, they have 4.9 out of five stars. They have over half a million reviews on Google. And obviously, if it's 4.9 out of five, they're going to be very, very positive. (laughs) And that, again, just speaks volume to the brand and volume to the customers. And a lot of their reviews mention customer service and customer support. And I thought that was really, really awesome because reviews make a huge impact in new customers purchasing from you. They impact people's purchasing decisions. And so having a lot of reviews on your website or on Google or whatever, that will help you get more buyers. And you might think, oh, no doesn't matter. People don't care, but they do. They build social proof. They create trust. They build credibility. And when you're going through a a business and you're like, I don't know if I should buy from them, and you're scrolling through reviews, and half the reviews are – just gushing over customer service, customer support, this company cares, they sent my dog flowers, they did this, they made it easy to return something. Like that is what people want from a company that they purchase from. You know, Um, they, they truly are wowing their customers and the customer service plays a huge part in that. But getting customers to leave that many positive reviews, that's a huge thing. So the big like, thing to learn from or the big takeaway is like customer service should be something that you really think about how can I improve it? How can I take care of my customers? How can I wow them? So, okay, let's wrap up the Chewy part. So I think the biggest thing with Chewy is they take care of their customers. They try to bring their customers joy. They never stop improving the customer experience. And I want you to think, how can you do that for your business? You know, how can you wow the shit out of your customer? And of course, shameless plug here, this is exactly what my business book, Customer Obsession is all about. It's literally about how to wow the shit out of your customer, take care of them, make them obsessed with your brand. And when your customers are obsessed with your brand, they buy more from you. They refer friends and family. And you're top of mind when they're looking at gifts and things like that. So this literally is what my business book is about. And I cannot wait until it is available to buy. I actually, side note, Kat, the amazing and beautiful and talented Kat Hildner from Kitty Meow Boutique, she designed my book cover for me. We worked together over the last week and a half and we designed the book. I'm sorry, we, she designed the book cover and I uploaded my first draft, so I'm self-publishing it, and I uploaded it to two different platforms. One is Amazon's Kindle, um, KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. I forget what it stands for. Kindle Direct Publishing, and then one is called Ingram Spark. Literally useless information that you don't care about. But I'm very excited today because I uploaded it yesterday to Amazon, actually both platforms. I had the manuscript. I finally got the cover back from Kat. She nailed it. It is pure perfection and I uploaded it to Amazon KDP. It got approved and I was literally able to order my first five samples today and I can't even, and I saw like my listing, like Amazon shows my listing right now. It's it's not like you won't be able to see it. It's private, but seeing like this thing that I've worked endless bazillion hours on be done and literally on it like on these platforms where people could buy it soon it's it's just it feels surreal but i wanted to share that because a lot of the stuff about chewy like being obsessed with their customers and taking care of them and customer service and creating an awesome experience that is what my business book about and to be honest too like another shameless plug that's also what my a lot of the stuff that that we focus on in the Cultish product, which is my new group coaching slash mastermind. I keep bouncing back and forth between the word mastermind and group coaching program. I think it's like a little bit of both. Probably need to pick one and stick with it. But that is my you know new signature program. And it's just amazing. And a lot of the stuff we talk about is You know, getting customers to do things for you, creating an awesome customer experience and a few other really cool things, customer loyalty and customer loyalty programs. So all this stuff just speaks to my heart. But also, I'm so passionate about helping you understand how you can turn your company into one that you do get customers that are just obsessed with you. Because when you get those diehard customers, they truly – you truly don't have to do ads if you if you don't want to. Like you don't have to spend all day on social media because your customers become your salespeople for you. It's pretty magical. Okay, let's move on to Apple. Okay, so Apple is, you know, I don't really have to give an introduction to Apple. I mean, this just shows what a cult-like brand they are. You know, we all have iPhones and Earpods and MacBooks and what else do they sell the tablet i mean they just sell everything we all have them we all use them i mean not all of us but a lot of us use them and apple is such an interesting brand and a lot of the times when i talk about like cult like brands and all that i don't always want to only talk about like these really huge companies but apple is a very specific company and i think if i'm going to give examples of cult brands how can i not use apple i mean some the stats about them are truly like mind blowing. Okay. So a few really cool things about Apple, let me just pull up my notes here. Okay. And I know I don't ever like this podcast isn't about like I'm going to show all these stats for you and all this research like I never research anything for my episodes. But this one I had to because I had to know, I had to pull things from the brand and I'm glad that I did because I'm I feel like I'm learning so much about Apple and chewy. So This is a really cool stat about Apple. And this is from an article called 925mac.com, which is kind of a weird blog name, but that's okay. So 60% of Apple users own either three or four of the main devices. So the main devices, I actually don't know what the the, the main devices are, but I'm going to assume it's a, a laptop, like a MacBook a maybe a tablet and maybe the iPhone. So I'm not sure what they what they determine to be their main devices, but almost 60% of Apple users own three or four of the main devices. And why that's interesting and why that sh- you should care about that is this little metric called CLV, customer lifetime value, which I'm going to talk about next, which is like mind blowing. Customer lifetime value means the amount of like revenue a customer will order from your business over time. So, when you have an e-commerce store, you don't want a one and done. This is not a you know, one night stand. We want customers to come back and buy more and more and more and more and more. And in your business, you should always be trying to get your customers to buy more and more and more. And again, shameless plug, email marketing. Um, I have a membership called Email Society, Email Marketing Society, and it's my email marketing membership that gives you a weekly template that we tell you what to say every single week, every Monday in your inbox. You get a new email that you can take. You can personalize it with your business, your brand, your personality, and send it off to your email list. Uh, email marketing is going to be one of the main ways to create more or higher customer lifetime value and more loyalty. It's it's such a no brainer way, and I know so many of you are not leveraging it. So again, you can join today. Uh, the link will be in my uh, show notes below. Below, but literally ten bucks a month, and you get four templates per month, one each week, and we tell you what to say. So if you're not using email marketing, Check out the membership. It's ridiculously awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. So again, sixty percent of Apple users own three or four of the main devices. The next thing I want to share with you, the average so this this might be skewed, okay? Because I don't know exactly when Apple became like everyone's go-to. So again, take this with a grain of salt, but this is such a cool stat, okay? the Apple's average customer lifetime value. So again, CLV, I just talked about that a second ago. It's the amount of money that someone will spend with you over time. So again, not a one-time purchase. We want people to come back and buy more and more. So it's estimated that Apple customers, this this article here, so this is from ppcexpo.com. And the article is called, What is a Good Customer Lifetime Value? So this says that it's estimated that Apple iPhone customers are valued somewhere between $700 and $900 every two years, which over a 20-year time span makes an iPhone customer worth $8,000 on average. $8,000. $8,000. Think about your customer lifetime value right now. It's probably like 30 bucks. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but that's that's a lot of money. Because again, their product, like people upgrade their phone. They get a new phone then they want to get a new one. And then, you know, they want to go get a different product. So again, and, and we just shared the stat on 60% average of Apple users. They don't just have an iPhone. They have three different devices from them. MacBooks are thousands of dollars. Earpods—I don't know how much they are, like 100 or 200 maybe. So those aren't too bad. But you know, an iPhone is going to cost you—I don't know how much they are either. I feel like I feel like you always get deals on iPhones too. Like if you get them through your phone carrier. So I don't know. But the point here is that Apple customers are super loyal and they keep coming back to Apple. Like I have an iPhone and I, I would never switch over, never. Like, why? Why would I switch over? Apple's awesome. <laughs> um, so they have cracked the code, but to have an eight thousand dollar customer lifetime value just with the iPhone, I've, it's just it blows my mind. Literally, blows my damn mind. Okay, and then let's talk about one more stat between before we just quickly talk about what makes Apple this like cult-like brand. And I'd love to hear from you. If you disagree with this and you're like, hey, I think Apple sucks. I like Samsung or I like Android, whatever, not Samsung, sorry. Um, definitely let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. I love I love hearing like counter viewpoints on what I'm sharing here. And I'm not like, I wouldn't say that I'm actually, I really, I guess I am. I would like to think that I'm not an Apple like super fan but I kind of am, honestly. I have earpods, I have the phone, <laughs> and I have a MacBook. <laughs> See, I have three devices. And then we also have a tablet in the house, too. So that technically counts as four devices I have from Apple. That's 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 a little crazy. So yeah. They 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 suck you in. And, and then you're like, okay, well, I like this product. So what else do you got for me? So okay. So In terms of units sold, Apple went from around 55 million units in 2010 to about 225 million in 2022. And it said, but registered a peak in the fourth quarter of 2020 with more than 90 million iPhones sold worldwide. So again, I don't have like a ton of stats on like how much, how many products they've sold and all that. I just, I'm pulling different things that I think are just super interesting. And then their revenue from 2022 was, was a measly $394 billion, $394 billion. I mean, it's fucking mind blowing. Okay, let's talk about a couple things that make Apple a cult-like brand. So I think there's a lot of things that make this a call like brand, but I want to talk about one, one thing that I think comes to mind and it's really, they've built their brand on, on innovation. So one of Apple's biggest selling points is honestly, it's like super unique hardware and software. They always focus on innovation. So it doesn't mean that they just create products that are new They really make sure that they're useful, they're likely to be adopted and they will lead to change. So AirPods and Apple Watch are good examples of the company's ability to innovate in the market. And like in particular with that is they are always striving to basically create or predict customer needs. So always looking at What are the opportunities to give customers a product that they not only want, but what they need from from them? So that's a really important part of the brand, too, is like they they're not just creating shit for for no reason. Like they're they're tying it into what do customers actually want, but also doing the due diligence to figure out what do customers need from them? Another cool thing about Apple is they're always wanting to essentially evolve And I think that's a really, really important thing. They're not just coming out with the same thing. And they're very aware that a company has to be evolving. Otherwise, it just gets lost amongst all the competitors. And Apple knows, you know, to stand out as a leader, they really need to continuously need to evolve so their audience can expect new things and all that kind of stuff. But a quote that I found that I thought was really, really cool Is one of the Apple designers was quoted saying, our goals are very simple to design and make better products. If we can't make something that is better, we won't do it. And I love that so much. And it sounds simple almost like design better products. (laughs) But it's true. Like if everyone else already has the same thing and you launch the same thing, why would someone buy it? You know? you I I talk so much about like what's your brand's secret sauce and what makes your product different than everyone else so you don't blend in with your com- competitors. So um so yeah, I really like that one. I think that's a really important thing. And then just one other thing that I want to mention here cuz this this might feel like it doesn't matter so much, but they are very consistent with branding. So When you see an Apple product, you know that's an Apple product. There's no question. There's no confusion. Um, Their branding and messaging is consistent everywhere. So every time you see it, the customers have the same experience and they have like that clean, modern, like sleek look that makes people familiar with them. And that's a really important thing. recognize I'm, I'm not coming up with the right word in my head but recognizable and i was talking about this recently when i was doing a video about airstream and it's kind of the same thing like you know an airstream when you see it it doesn't even have to it doesn't even have to say airstream on it you know by the shape you know by the color and the material that's an airstream there's no question about it and it's kind of the same thing with apple products like when you see it you know that it's an apple product And then the last thing I want to talk about is, is Apple makes good products. And one of the core values of the company and something that Steve Jobs instilled within his company is that the product has to be something that the employees personally couldn't live without. Otherwise, it's not good enough. And I thought that was a really, really cool thing. And again, something that we often just overlook like, oh, yeah, it's a good product, but When you hear that that much that level of, you know, I don't want to use the word perfection, but kind of like that level of this product has to blow your mind or it's not it's not good enough that that's a that's a big commitment for a company. So I thought that was really, really cool. And yeah, I mean, Apple Apple products are cool. I mean, I love my iPhone. I love my MacBook. I was like a PC person forever and I switched over to Mac and now I could never go back. So, all right, my friends, that is your lesson on two cult-like brands and what we can kind of learn from them. So again, with Apple, we can learn a few things. And from Chewy, we can learn a few things. But notice the two things I talked about are very different. Like Chewy is all about Customer experience and wowing the customer. And Apple is much more about like the functionality of the product. Like they care more about the product is superior over some of the other things. And I didn't even mention the customer support or service because they have really awesome customer support too. They have the, I forget what they're called, Apple bars. I think they're called Apple bars, kind of all over the place where you can bring your computer in. They can, they, there's a techie person there who comes over to you and, helps you figure it out, figure out your issues. And so that, I mean, that in itself also is a really, really cool thing about Apple, but I wanted to kind of talk about two different things here in this episode. So anyway, so if you, yeah, let me know what you think. If you are a fan of Chewy, if you're a fan of Apple, if you're like, no, those brands suck, but this brand is really cool. Let me know on Instagram and I want to hear from you. All right, my friends, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.